the Queen's bus rider who was assaulted in an alleged anti-white crime told the Post on Sunday that one of her attackers accused her of being a fan of former uh, President Donald Trump before the assailants bashed her on the head. 57-year-old Grandma Jill LaCroix, uh, she has five grandkids, it mentions. Well, she was left bleeding after she was blitzed by three black women July 9th while riding a city bus. An attack now being investigated by NYPD's hate crime task force. Before they hit me, the girl with the green hair said, you probably like Trump, don't you? I said, uh, yeah, I love him. And uh, she said, I didn't see which one hit me first. And so the story goes on. The one with the green hair, she was saying she hates white people, the way they talk, hates white skin, the way their skin cracks, saying she was gangsta. That's what she said. I was the only white person on the bus. By the time we started passing St. John's Cemetery in Woodhaven, she started on me saying, this is where I'm going to bury you. Man, can you imagine singling out a person of another race a whole bus, you know, is is there? You're the only. There's one person, and you just start bagging on them for their race. It's, that's that seems crazy in uh, 2022. Wait, no, that seems really crazy. It wait. So the girl that was like the Trump supporter had green hair. Or was it the black lady? The black lady did. Yeah, she was attacked by a green haired black woman and then two others. Okay. Uh, the woman was 57. She was on her way to visit her mother. I can't imagine like a Trump supporter having green hair. <laughs> hey, people support Trump with all different hair colors. Really? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, great. Well, I mean, granted, you know, most of your like uh, dyed haired girls are, are like uh, demo whores, you know, uh, out there marching for abortion now. But, you know, you never know. This woman had a bag, uh, the attacker did, from Bath and Body Works. And it says, uh, she took out a scrub, said she was going to beat me with it. It was tangerine. <laughs> You're going to die. That's the way to die. Seriously. Uh, Being by a green tangerine hairbrush or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Something like like a nice body scrub that's going to leave you, you know, smelling. It's so funny that she mentions the fucking flavor of scrub it was. Uh, she said, uh, you're going to get what you deserve. All white people are going to get what they deserve. It was crazy. Wait, that's incredible. This in Queens, yeah, on a bus. And, you know, buses are for old ladies, and so this lady's an old lady, you know. Uh, why not leave her alone? This is her natural environment. And she's on her way to see an even older lady, her mother. It says LaCroix has uh, three biracial children, so, you know, she's not some kind of crazy racist or something like that. Supports Trump. Yeah, yeah. I'm tr- I don't know. There's so much to chew on in this story, but yeah, dude, and you're fighting on the bus. Oh, God, that sucks, dude, because, I mean, the thing is, I mean, the bus driver can actually let you out, but the tr- bus driver is probably a sadistic. He's like, ah, fuck that. You guys are, you're in here. It's like Thunderdome, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, so you get out, you know, and the lady follows you off the bus, you know, or whatever, or the three women, you know, I mean, you got to get off on the on the correct stop. I would want to, uh, I, you know, a bus these days is just a, it's probably less violent than a fucking plane. Have you seen some of the shit that happens on planes now? I mean, planes are used Twice. to be thought of as they, they, out of the, the question to fight somebody on a plane. Dude, twice do people tried to start fights with me on the plane. And I'm a quiet little short, nice guy that's a little bit overweight and shit with a fucking fatty liver, dude. And for some reason or another, I'm there with my wife and somebody starts to try shit with me. And I'm just like, I, I, I have to back down like a little bitch because the thing is, I don't want to be put on a list. If I get put on a list like a no fight zone or whatever, dude, I'm going to have to take a boat 
from from Japan all the way to California, then get on a train or something and go all the way to Michigan, dude. It would be hell. So if I can, like, when somebody starts shit with me, I'm just like, you just got to walk away. And it's always when the plane is landing. Like, I don't know. Dude, it, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's, it is crazy. It is. It, it's insane. And, and it's insane that people would start shit with you, of all people, like you said. You know what I mean? But though, then again, you know what? That's the ex- You're the exact person to start shit with because you're clearly like a polite guy, like you said. You know, you're not you're not like uh, an intimidating looking guy. And so that's who they fuck with. Right. Somebody that looks yeah. like, well, this is a reasonable guy. And I think that's why a lot of Asians here are attacked. Because they tend to be more polite, quiet, keeping them to themselves, not bothering anybody than your average American. Now, you live in Tokyo. Mm. I imagine Asian hate crime there must be through the roof. <laughs> what do you mean Asian on Asian or Asian on foreigners? That about confused. <laughs> this was so many Asians. There's got to be a lot of Asian hate crime, I would think. You know what my podcast is about? <laughs> <laughs> we we cover a lot of crime. I mean, the, right now murder is like through the roof. We don't even cover murder anymore because it's like the same story again and again and again. But yeah, there's a lot of Asian hate crime. I guess you could say uh, more domestic than anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, back to Lacroix here. She needed three staples to close this gash, and we'll wrap the story up. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, a, a three staple gash. Man, is uh, a brush? A, the brush have like a no? It wasn't a brush. It was a uh, when. It, it, I think it was like a bottle of scrub or a jar of some kind of shit. It's scrub. That's what I figured she meant. A tanger. When she mentioned the flavor, I'm like, oh, it must be something liquid. Yeah, uh, right. You know, this, this is girl stuff. I really don't know. I mean, like, uh, they, yeah. all bath products are for women. I mean, like, what do we need? A bar of soap? That's it. Yeah. Some shampoo. The end. You know, they, they have all these washes and fucking creams and uh, you know, body emulsifiers or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's an incredible industry. Uh, three staple gash. She said, I didn't even know how bad the wound was. They sat me down on the bus. One of the passengers said, oh, you're bleeding pretty bad. So, yeah, this is Woodhaven Boulevard, Jamaica Avenue. Uh, victim estimates that the three suspects were in their late teens, early 20s. The one with the green hair was the mouth, but they were looking for trouble. When they got on the back uh, door of the, of the bus, they were laughing. And the one with the pink hair, oh, there's one with pink hair, too, said, I kicked that baby. <laughs> this is back to the old days, right? She, she said that the one with the pink hair, when they got on laughing, said, yeah, I kicked that baby stroller. More than a week later, the attack was uh, has left the victim shaken. Never in my life have I been attacked like that. They said they hate white people. Well, yeah. That's a pretty straightforward thing. I mean, if if that's not a hate crime, then there's not one. It doesn't exist. If you straight up say, "I hate this the type of this type of person," and you attack them, hate crime, right? I mean, you're motivated by that hate. You have to assume if they didn't do anything to you. Now, I mean, like, I think if a white person does something really fucking annoyingly white, and then you attack them, and then you say, "I fucking hate white people," that might be different, you know. Now, now, I don't know I, what that would be. Can I live in Japan and say that I hate white people? Like the guy that was like, didn't like, you know, like give me the guy nod that we talked about earlier. They're like, <laughs> fucking white people in Japan. Good. Is that okay? Sure. It's so long as so long as you don't bust him with some apricot scrub or some shit. You're fine. <laughs> he, he did have green hair. 
<laughs> no, what's up with green hair? Who, who, who? I mean, all right, I can see blue hair. I can see blue hair. Blue kind of looks cool because there's a lot of anime characters that have blue hair. And um, I think, what was it? The drummer from uh, Jane's Addiction, he had blue hair. So blue hair's okay. been around for a while, right? Fat Mike from No Effects, he's had blue hair for fucking years and years and years. Green hair? When did green hair catch on, dude? How can green hair in, in any sense, in any kind of a situation, be attractive? How can green hair, like, I mean... Dude, like, I mean, I would never go to a party and be like, yo, man, you see that girl there with the green hair? Dude, hot. No way. Really? Does it matter to you that much? No. I mean, like, if I see a chick with green hair and she's hot, I figure, like, well, you know, I can deal with the, the Lady Hulk look for one night, you know, no big deal. Uh, I The pink hair you see a lot, too, and, like, a deep raspberry color hair, you know? Like, yeah. sometimes they'll have just, like, some strands in there. Those girls... The amount of dyed hair they have—that's uh -huh. how you can. That's how you can tell how fucking weird they get sexually. I mean, that's just a fact. Really? So green, basically, for her to have green hair, that all is, over. She's like, dude, I am going to fuck your world up. Once your pants comes off, dude, you're gonna be in a different universe. Oh yeah. man, she she's aggressive. Yeah, she'll do anal. Yeah, but not her anus. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna have a brush that has apricot on it or something. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. bad. <laughs> you're gonna bleed. Yeah, but you, uh, but you, your anus will smell tangerine fresh by the time you're done. What's going on in Tokyo? Okay, Tell me let's about. See, let's see what I got. <clears throat> you know, I mean, we were talking about porno earlier, and um, I think I'm gonna continue with that topic. Here we go. <clears throat> 200 panties found in underwear thief's home. Please in the <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do I have to read more? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> I just read the headline and I'm like, and that's the show, folks. <laughs> Very judgmental. They're calling him an underwear thief just he's got 200 panties in his home. <laughs> they could be his. They could be his. Uh, <laughs> but I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. All right, let me continue. Police in Nagoya, Aichi Prefecture have arrested a 41-year-old man on suspicion of stealing women's underwear from the balcony of her apartment. Police said they identified the suspect. Suto Yosumo Yomimashita, who lives in Oharu, Aichi Prefecture. After Rolls off the tongue. Huh? <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. Oh, yeah, it's a tongue twister. Say that three times, Spaders, especially after all the beers I've been drinking. Um, <clears throat> after analysis of street surveillance camera footage, Tokai TV reported police said that he was arrested on Wednesday and a search of his apartment turned up 200 pairs of panties, women's panties. Uh, Yama, a company employee, is accused of stealing one pair of panties from the first floor balcony of a woman in Na Nakagawa Ward, Nagoya, in mid-May. Police, police said there they have found five reports of women's underwear thefts in the area since June. Police said has admitted to the charges and quoted him as saying that he, quote, got off on collecting women's underwears. That's how I got my kicks, end quote. Well, there you go, dude. I mean, this guy really doesn't need a lawyer. What do you think? <laughs> nah, I'd say that he's pretty much it's it's an open and shut case of panty theft. I mean, why do you need 200 pairs of panties for? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you, 
there's not even two even if they were soiled okay there's yeah. only uh, there's only four basic vagina smells really you know what i mean basically four that i know of I can break them down into four. I think you got like a real clean blonde flavor. You know, I think of as blonde, but you know, it doesn't really matter. Oh, there. And then you got something a little sharper, you know, that's like a, you know, a little bit, you know, I, the women like to call it sweet and spicy, but it's really like, you know, good and stinky. And then uh, there's uh, basically the only other two variations are those two women when they're on the last day of the period. Well, you know, I mean, maybe he was like collecting them, you know, for sexual reasons, or maybe he's trying to buy like, or make a real big slingshot or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's an inventor. <laughs> he's like, I just need two hundred and one. If I have two hundred and one, I can make this. I can do it. You know, or I don't know. It's like, uh, let's be creative. You know, I mean, what what was that movie? A weird science where those two guys were like bras on their head. Maybe this guy needed 200 panties on his head, like a big helmet. And he was going to make like a some kind of synthetic girl or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he could be an artist of some sort. You know, he could, there's a lot of possibilities, I suppose. I, I guess uh, with the, with that many panties, uh, sooner or later, you just start using them to get your blowing your nose in them. You know, it's a hanky. It's a fucking, you know, he, he, well, you're probably blowing more than your nose in them. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> At least eventually you're like, uh, you know what? Instead of blowing my nose, I could probably blow something else. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, women's panties in in Japan though are highly sought after. You have underwear theft. That's not uncommon. No, no, it's it's a thing. It's it's a huge thing. I mean, this story right here happens probably once a month or so. Um, two hundred <laughs> is actually a big number for us. Usually it's like fifty or something like that. Or I don't right. know. Sometimes. And why do they why do they give the number of, of pairs of panties? I mean, it's. <laughs> Because dude, somebody has to count it. And he's like, fuck it. I fucking touched 200 pairs of dirty fucking panties. I want that number around there. Besides, I mean, yeah. this guy's going to go to fucking jail for a long time for this. Because, I mean, if it was like 15 pairs, you know, I don't know. Like, if you get busted for stealing 15 pairs of panties, do you go to jail longer than somebody that stole like 200? I mean, you must. 200 I pairs. Think that, I think anything over 100, it becomes a felony. Yeah. It's a felony. God, <laughs> felony panty theft. It's like uh, you know you can steal up to a thousand dollars worth of shit out of the grocery store here now, and, and supposedly they're not going to prosecute that. Oh. I think, uh, yeah, supposedly it. Yeah, I, you can't really. It, it, there's a difference in policy and law, but I think with panties, I mean, I don't know, man. You could put two hundred pairs of panties on a scale. It's not going to weigh that much more than seventy five pairs of panties. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest right here. I mean, this is Japan. The panties are kind of smaller than American panties. Mm -hmm. So whatever number you're thinking or like uh, how many pounds you're thinking of kilos or whatever is probably like maybe 10% that the panties here are actually relatively small. Seriously. I was thinking grams. Yeah, maybe ounces. <laughs> I got 50 grams in the back, man. <laughs> I've got tea bags. I've got thongs. I got everything you need. See now you and I, I from what I understood in Japan, uh, you had uh, uh, panty vending machines. Oh yeah, we used to have those. I haven't seen one of those in a long time, actually. Like I mean, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got rid of most of that that really dirty kind of weird shit because of the Olympics. Like before, there's like pre-Olympics Japan and then there's after Olympics Japan, right? Post-Olympics <sighs> Japan, I guess you could say. 
And because like we got the Olympics, all of a sudden the city is like, oh shit, we got to clear all this stuff up that's on the internet, right? And so like a lot of that stuff disappeared. Like, God, when was the last time I saw one of those? And those were soiled panties in, in right there in the fucking vending machine, right? Soiled or not? Worn once, yeah, but not. Do they come in these little tubes? And then in the tube, there's a photo of the girl that wore them. And then there's her panties. And, you know, and then if you look at them, sometimes you'll see like, you know, you know, stuff in there that's women oriented, like pubic hairs and shit. But um, yeah, oh. but there's certain places where you can still buy those. And um, when a D Simon from the Sick and Wrong podcast came out to Japan, and he, he fucking like contacted me. He's like, Johnny, I want to see some weird shit. And I was like, well, your podcast is sick and wrong and you came to the right guy. So basically I, I took him to an area of Tokyo and it has this like all sorts of weird underground shit. And I was like, okay, man, knock yourself out. You know, <laughs> what and, area uh, yeah. is that? Huh? What area is that? It's a certain part of Akihabara that I'm not going to say because I don't want, I mean, all right, faders, if you're ever faders, if you're coming to Japan, contact me, give me a DM, right? And I'll tell you exactly where to go or we'll get some beers and I'll take you there, right? But the thing is, it's just, I don't want to put that on the internet because I mean, if I put it on the internet, okay. all of a sudden fucking like everybody's going to go, there's going to be like a tourist area. You're going to get fucking dudes at Mickey Mouse hats oh. and shit there. Whatever. Oh, you mean this is really underground. Like you, you don't want it yeah. to catch on. Well, I'll be damned. Okay. Well, do me a favor. Don't tell the guy. Don't don't tell the um, the guy faded listeners, but tell the New York City crime report listeners real quick. Okay, it's at my house, dude. If you just come to my house, <laughs> I got this whole room in the back. Fifty bucks, I'll give you anything you need. <laughs> hey, speaking of sickos, uh, a sicko says here in the New York Post scrawled three swastikas on a Manhattan sidewalk, and the hate symbols appeared in the rear appeared in the rear of 420 East 61st Street on the Upper East Side. Wait, rear of the, the rear of, appeared on the rear of the of East 61st Street. Yeah, uh, 420 East 61st Street, Upper East Side. And that was about 10, 15 a.m. That's when they appeared uh, June 23rd. Now, police on Saturday released several surveillance photos of the suspect, a 50 year old, five foot nine man weighing 160 pounds. 160 pounds with a medium complexion, medium build, sporting a salt and pepper beard, last seen wearing a baseball cap with words New York written on the front. You see a guy like that, you've seen a whole lot of people in New York. A dark colored long sleeve shirt with vertical stripes. He's a referee. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the hate crimes task force is investigating. So we got hate crimes this week. I guess I'm doing all hate crimes. Uh, it says hate crimes in the city are up uh, a little bit. I'll get to that in a second, but swastika drawing on a sidewalk. Give me a fucking break. Did he use chalk? I was. I would assume. <laughs> I mean, like, give it. It's then it'll rain. Somebody will hose it off. People will walk over it. Swastikas on a sidewalk. Who gives a shit? Now, if it's directly in front of the home of some Jews, which, let's face it, it probably is. If it's in Manhattan. Uh, you know, I just, I still don't see it. I still don't see it. Yeah. I think you should. Good. It's high school shit is what I'm saying. This is like a, a very, yeah. I mean, you were in high school. It, we, we, I, you know what a swastika is. So you draw one and, uh, you draw it on your shoe. You draw it on your notebook or some shit like that. Or you just, you know, you just like, you draw all kinds of shit. It doesn't mean that you're now this guy obviously is older than that. But I still don't understand. I mean, I guess 
scrawling a swastika on the sidewalk is sort of like uh it's 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 sort of a <laughs> it's a victimless crime is what I'm saying. And 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 what is the hate crime version of vandalism? I mean, like how do they like like van- there's so much graffiti, there's so much scrawling on everything. We start eliminating symbols and making a big deal. There's not enough Nazis to make a fucking difference, in my opinion. I, you know, the thing is, I mean, I mean, the swastika is bad. I mean, you know, doing that on somebody like if, it's, if somebody's Jewish doing that in front of their house, that's kind of fucked up and shit. But the thing is, yep. it's just like, I mean, if I was if I was going to walk out of my house and, and see a bunch of swastikas, I'd just be like, oh, fuck, dude, that's that's fucking bullshit. That sucks. You know, but I'd be more pissed if it was dicks. I'm like fucking <laughs> dicks, you fucking painted dicks because if somebody paints a dick, dude, it's gonna be a big dick, and that dick is gonna be bigger than mine. And I can be like, fucking, all these dicks are bigger than mine. This is fucking bullshit, man. Well, well of course you draw a dick. I am fucking offended, little... man. If you're painting these big dicks on this fucking sidewalk and shit, that are fucking like at least a hundred times bigger than mine. Oh my god, look at the size of that dick. Oh god, I'm gonna be depressed. I'm gonna go through a whole fucking myriad of fucking emotions. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah, I, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, why are you worried about that? You're not using your dick anyway, for real. I mean, what? It's not. I'm a married. Deal. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me too well. Shit. Well, it says here that the uh, the hate the hate uh, crime hate crimes in the city up 14 percent this year. I think it's reporting is up. I don't think hate crimes in the city are up. I think reporting is up with 343 compared to the same time in uh, 2021, 302. So, okay, 40, you're talking about 41 additional incidents, uh, and um, that's 14%. Yeah. Big, I I still say, who gives a shit, especially if it's like drawing swastikas. It's, uh, they, things can be hate crimes or not hate crimes. A lot is in, uh, you know, within the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, you have a, I don't know what the fuck. To, I, I, for, I I've been forgetting common words since COVID. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We'll come to you Japan. Know, like, you know, <laughs> you, forget, you know, like you forget English fucking after your second day here. You're like, uh, I put my beer in that ice box. Uh, oh, it's up to it's up to <laughs> Yeah. It's up to the, I know it's up to the discretion of the officers or the prosecutors or whoever, how they want to charge stuff. It's not a big enough difference to, to, to say anything anyways. Hate crime. Who gives a shit? Hate crimes in the 19th precinct where the where that incident occurred are up 58 percent, it says. Uh, now, that's from 12 to 19 incidents. So let's all get a grip. The Anti-Defamation League reported 260 anti-Semitic incidents in New York City from for 2021, including 106 incidents of vandalism. A lot of... Anytime a swastika is drawn backwards, that shit doesn't count. They should not count that. Oh, a backwards that swastika... If, yeah, if they do it wrong, that no self-respecting Nazi does not know how to draw a swastika. They're going to get so, picked up in their Nazi club. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna, uh, yeah, there's some kids fucking around, you know, and also, let's see, uh, the most physical attacks the ADL has recorded uh, since it started collecting data more than 40 years ago. That was 51 assaults. So in the state, that's statewide, 51 assaults on on Jews uh, and in schools. 1951? 
No, uh, 51 assaults, and it's the most since, uh, what, see, more than uh, 40 years ago since they started collecting data. So let's say that's 42 years ago, 19, we'll just call it 1980, I guess. So, uh, you know, I guess back then there was more. Uh, it was says the most since they did that. So, yeah, God. You yeah, know what whatever. That's a lot of physical attacks, I guess. Uh, what's that? You know what I hate more than hate crimes? What? Fucking fucking up fucking rooms, dude. Let me tell you a story. Faggot, faggot, faggots and blacks. <laughs> I did. I didn't say that. I didn't. Say, <laughs> I didn't say. I, I drink a lot, but I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. All right, here we go. All right. Next story. Something that I hate. SDF official arrested for trespassing in women's changing room. I hate fucking changing rooms because you don't know which one to go into. This story took place in Nagoya in Japan. A 20-year-old member of the Japanese Ground Self-Defense Force, the JGSDF. Now, that's something that really does not roll off the tongue. Has been arrested for trespassing in a women's changing room at a base in Toyokawa in Aichi Prefecture. According to police, Ryo Okano, who was stationed at Camp Toyokawa, went into the changing room at around 4.10 p.m. on Sunday, Kyoto News reported. He was seen by a female employee. Okano attempted to flee, but the 46-year-old employee subdued him until police arrived. Now, this is my biggest, biggest fright. Because the thing is, in Japan, Sometimes the kanji for men and women look similar and you walk into the wrong room sometimes. And I've done it several times. I've even done it in America where I walked into the wrong room and I'm like, oh shit. And you just walk out and shit, dude. Fucking if this guy's going to go to jail for this kind of shit, I think all international people in Japan are going to have a lot of fucking problems, dude. This right here yeah. is the smoke before the fire because I shit you not, dude. You go into a fucking like a, a clothing shop or whatever. They don't have this symbol for men or women. They got the little kanji written, right? And you're like, um, it looks kind of blue. And you walk in and also you start taking off your clothes and you're like, oh shit, dude, those voices are not the voices of dudes. At least I don't think so. And dude, you can get in some serious trouble, man. I'm serious. Yeah. According to this guy, this poor I guy. Measure, tw mm -hmm. measure twice, cut once. You just gotta ask somebody. If if you're if it's possible you're gonna go to jail, you better just ask. I mean, like, first of all, like I in the States, there's no way you accidentally walked into a lady's changing room and like, oh, look at the naked ladies, and then like left. I mean, come on. <laughs> you had to have done that on purpose. It's uh, a woman uh, with the woman's symbols, yeah. <laughs> are very you know, plain. And and the thing is with uh with trans people we i don't know if you're doing that there in japan but here you just go well i'm a woman and then you're a woman and then you can walk right into the ladies changing room all you want Wait, i mean like i'm gender fluid huh could you say that? you could be like yo listen dude i'm a yeah. woman you could say just that. like this just yeah. like that you could say if that. i wanted yeah i could say it Shit. well why does I wouldn't. this guy say that this guy should be like dude i'm a chick well it, it because he's in Japan, and I, I guess that shit doesn't fly. I guess it does. You said it was like the fifties there in some ways. You know, it's old school, so yeah, they're like, "Yeah, we uh, a Buddha shit." <laughs> they don't, they don't go for that. <laughs> I would give all my money, and I don't have much, but I give all my money to any 
person that goes, if I say bullshit, I've never heard that spoken in Japan. Holy smokes, it's been a while since I heard that. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go to Japan and walk into all the wrong fucking places first chance I get. Uh, you want to hear about a hate crime here? Another hate crime? This one is a fuchsia clad. A fuchsia clad crimes. <laughs> I know they're the worst. Uh, uh, she allegedly pepper sprayed. Now here's this is an anti-Asian uh, hate crime. Allegedly pepper sprayed a group of Asian women in Manhattan. Uh, she's on food stamps. It turns out can't afford her two uh, her her, her twenty thousand dollar bail, according to her lawyers. Madeline Barker, forty seven, arrested last month on assault and harassment charges, pushing to be freed from Rikers while her case is pending. God damn. I mean that's uh that's first of all twenty grand. If it wasn't against Asians. Or some other, you know, kind of like, uh, I guess what considered a protected group. If it was, if it didn't involve a hate crime, I bet you anything, uh, they would, they would not even, there would be no bail. If you walked up and pepper sprayed whoever that's, that's, you know, the same as you, you would, this wouldn't be that big of a fucking deal. And they're shaming her here with the food stamps. Like she's poor. She's really poor. Uh, they, this is why they started getting rid of bail is because, as this lawyer says, Ms. Barker remains in jail simply because she is indigent poor, her lawyers contended. So at the time of her arrest, yeah, she's poor. She was unemployed and receiving food stamps. Prior to that, she was a housewife financially dependent on her husband. Mother of three very successful children, it says. Her attorney said Barker has significant personal accomplishments and is educated in fashion and cosmetology. She has led a responsible life. Uh, however, she's just flat broke now and likes to pepper spray Asians. I mean, if you pepper spray people, you might get in trouble. The state's bail reform law requires courts to use the least restrictive method to ensure someone returns to court. I'm pretty sure they can manage to, uh, to, to, to I, I think she can manage to not pepper spray anybody for a little while. Uh, How can she afford video pepper this spray if she, she can't afford food? Pepper spray can imagine this shit being expensive. I mean, of all well, you the can, weapons and shit, I mean, a knife, a fork, you know, I mean, a spoon, that's something you can pick up anywhere and shit, but pepper spray, you got to find a place that sells pepper spray. Who, who sells pepper spray? You, you got to go to that pepper spray shop or some shit? Maybe an army uh, surplus? Well, you know, it, it, you can actually get it on EBT card here now with a pepper spray. <laughs> no. Oh, really? It's uh, oh, shit. I didn't no, know. No, no. Yeah, it's it's also like, uh, you know, sometimes you get something that's very spicy and it is uh, almost like pepper spray. I think that it's uh, looking at the video here now. I have I have video that you can find at uh, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Mm -hmm. That's where it is, nyccrimereport.locals.com. And you see you know, a view of this and, and you know, it, she's clearly, yeah, she approaches him with the pepper spray. She doesn't look poor. She looks, you know, like she's doing all right. And her stocking is a little weird there, but uh, whatever. And she, uh, and it, but it doesn't look like anybody's damaged from this at all. It looks like maybe no pepper spray came out. Uh, and uh, it's, it, it says she only, she pepper sprayed at least one of the women, but they, they just react like, what the fuck? Oh, this lady's attacking us, you know? They're not like, you know, she's not, they're not grabbing their faces, crying and getting fucked up. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's like a lot, bad, like bad, very bad. little damage. She get the poor man's pepper spray, okay? There's, there's, there's whole levels of it, right? She's like, Psh, 
Ah, oh, fuck. You know, I mean, if you're going to fuck it, I mean, it's like it's like it's like a 22 a, a caliber compared to like the M60 or whatnot. I don't know guns, by the way. But um, yeah, so she didn't have the Rambo gun, you know? Yeah, I think you got it right. She had the she she had the poor woman's pepper spray, which is like uh, basically Tabasco or some shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine somebody tried to rape her. And she's like, I got you. She's like, oh, fuck. I should have not bought food. People are people are really buying this whole Asian hate thing. Uh, you know, there's a, another video here, and I'll put the link at nyccrimereport.locals.com, where people have signs, Stop Asian Hate, after a bigot uh, head-butted a man spewed anti-Asian statements at him in Queens this week. And I'll just, like, uh, this This will be the last thing I mention here, because I'm double-dipping here with the fourth story. But, oh. uh, it, it, but it was related, you know, the it suspect. It's related. Approach. Go for it. Yeah, 22-year-old uh, victim, Steinway Street near 34th Avenue, Long Island City. Uh, it's a nice neighborhood over there. Uh, snarled, <clears throat> you Asians are the reason I cannot get a job. You Chinese are scum. Then he slammed his own head into the victim, into the victim's head before taking off. Such a weird thing. I mean, it's like if I was auditioning for a movie as the uh, Asian hater, hate criminal, and that was my line... I don't think I could believably say you Asians are the reason I cannot get a job. You Asians are scum. That's the most ridiculous sounding dialogue that I've ever heard. And it's funny how, hmm. how somebody would go up and say that a victim suffered a chipped tooth, refused medical attention. And, uh, yeah, the, the unprovoked attack under investigation. Well, it's not unprovoked. I mean, they're keeping him from getting a job. How is that unprovoked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think this guy's pretty ignorant, man. <laughs> the way he speaks. I'd say so. <laughs> well, yeah, it goes without saying. That's what I, I mean. Like a 1980s fucking racist movie or some shit. Or, I don't know. But that, that's, that's totally. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude. You think he said in his cool voice, like, you are the ones that make me not able to get a job. Actually, I use too many syllables. Sorry, man. You're the you're the way you're the reason why I cannot get a job. Why? No, I don't know. I, how would you say that in idiot? Voice? I don't know. You Asian, you're the reason I cannot get a job. You Chinese <laughs> are scum. But that's kind of like a little Asian kind of accent right there. Kind of. I don't know. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what he did? <laughs> He's have... so racist that he said it in a racist accent. <laughs> <laughs> you Asians. <laughs> well, so I mean, who knows what accent he said it in, you know? Could have been, oh, okay. yeah. Lot, it just depends, right? I, they don't describe the guy uh, here at all, so we don't know what he looked like, which means he was black. I, I believe that's what it means. Typically, that's what it means because they don't mention when somebody's black. They just don't mention it. They just don't. So, I mean, often they don't. I'll leave it at that. They did in that other story when that woman was white, though, didn't they? They mentioned the three black ladies. So I, I, I contradict myself. I don't know. Maybe you look like a famous person. Maybe you look like Jim Carrey. He's like, and he looked just like Jim Carrey. Oh, we can't say that, dude. Everybody's going to think Jim Carrey's racist. Maybe that was it. We look like Jim Carrey or Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some fucking brazen celebrity comparison. It's like Michael Caine, a guy that looked just like Michael Caine. <laughs> Sorry, we can't say that. Yeah, he, Michael Caine's going to get pissed again. <laughs> all these 
all these fucking celebrities, man, getting in trouble. Do you see Kevin Spacey? He's in, he's like actually going to court now over this fucking shit. You know, like uh, raping young boys or something like that. Are having you his way. Again? With... Oh God, this guy can't keep his hands up, kids. What? <laughs> all right, you know what? There's one thing that I hate more than hate crimes. It's hate crimes against babies. Here we go. Couple arrested <laughs> after leaving seven. <laughs> you babies are the reason I can't get a job. I'm so pissed off. <clears throat> Couple arrested after leaving seven month old baby at home. Police in Sapporo have arrested a 47 year old man and his 25 year old common law wife on suspicion of neglecting their responsibility as guardians after they left their seven-month-year-old son alone at home for eight hours. Now, the dude is almost 50, and his girlfriend or wife kind of is pretty much 20. Oh, this is pretty wild, but kind of typical. According to police... Uh, AKA, AKA, she's a shitty mother. (laughs) Dude, she's a kid. She's a kid, and the guy's old. Dude, the guy's like, oh, I'm so old. Fuck it. Let's go get some beers. And the girl's like, yo, let's go to the club. Yeah, they got a kid. <laughs> There's no way this is going to work out, especially uh-huh. in the kid's favor. According to police, Takashi Uemae, who works at Hokkaido, Hokkaido Television Broadcasting Company, HTB, and Yumeika Sonado, who was unemployed because she's a housewife left their son alone at home about eight hours between 8.30 p.m. on uh, July 2nd at four and 4.30 a.m. on July 3rd, NHK reported. So pretty much the kid was there from 8.30 at night until 4.30 in the morning. Sonato came home. Oh, wow. It was an overnight deal. That's hilarious. They left her. They left the kid at home while they went and partied. It wasn't because they both had to work or some shit. Oh, no, 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 no. This is definitely a party thing, dude. And in Japan and in Japan, like the thing is bars, clubs, any place that like provides alcohol is open until you leave. Right. In America, <sighs> it's like two o'clock. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Right. Or fucking New York, four o'clock. Get the fuck out of here. Japan is just like. Well, he's still kind of breathing. He has half a drink and it's 6 a.m. Let's let him be for a little while. You know, you can you can drink until like the fucking sun comes up. You know, it's amazing. I mean, this place here is an alcoholic's paradise. Thus got faded Japan. Okay, let me continue. Um, Sona came home by herself at around 3 a.m. and called police because she had lost her door key. Of course, because she's wasted. When police helped her into the apartment, they found a baby crying on a futon. Police said he was not injured. Umeoe came home later, which is kind of strange. Both he and Sonata were drunk, police said. Police said, <laughs> of course they're drunk. Police said the couple told them that they went out drinking at an izakaya, basically a Japanese pub. Police said they have denied neglecting the child and quoted Sonata as saying that they were using a smartphone app to watch over the baby. Man, that's that's Ow. pretty wild. Didn't that happen in Three Men and a Little Baby? They all went out drinking. They're like, that little bitch is okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it was pre, pre-cell phone, pre, pre-app, that's for sure. Jesus Christ. What kind of app? I, why didn't they mention the app? Because other people will try this shit, I guess. Yeah, probably. You know, this really makes me nervous about having kids. Because if I have kids, that's something that I might actually do. I'm like, you know what? I got a camera right here and I got a phone. I can go on to the bar and get wasted until four o'clock in the morning. I can get away with it. Boom, right? 
Yeah. Wrong. How are they gonna? What What do you do when the like, like say the kid uh, is choking on something? You think you're gonna actually make it home before the kid fucking finishes? Uh, you know, eating it. Uh, you know, going to hell with a button in his mouth because babies go to hell. Of course, they haven't been saved yet. Uh, so. Yeah, or picked up. Somebody picks up the kid. The kid, you just see hands, right? And then they, the kid disappears. Yo, what? <laughs> what if somebody breaks into their house trying to steal underwear? They're in there like boom, boom, boom. Awesome. Baby starts crying. Score. You know. <laughs> oh man. They're kind of picking on these Asians there, though. I mean, again, you know. I mean, like uh, this. This was an Asian family, right? I mean, like uh, leave I'm them alone. Pretty sure they're Japanese, Pat. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure I mean, there's no photos of the baby or the parents or anything. I, I know one's 50 something, one's 20 something, and the baby's like seven months. But that's, that's about it. <laughs> I'm trying not to stereotype. I don't want to draw conclusions. It seems racist to do so. Uh, however, uh, yeah, I think you're right about it. Yeah, probably. Wild, Wow. So, yeah. You know what? Japan's always the future. It's a little bit like right now, for instance, you're in the future. You are Monday night. I'm Monday morning. That's you true. know what it's going to be. You know what it's going to be like fucking uh, 11 hours to 13 hours from now. Right. Put the lottery I mean, number. I got it. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Boom. Yeah. And the lottery <laughs> winning are you get Dick, Jenny, Dick. Uh, Jenny. I would say, um, I, w I would say that uh, every time I see uh, Japanese people, they look like they're from the future when they come here, you know, and uh, they dress like they're from the future. They look, they have a futuristic look. Koreans, though, think that they are the top of the Asian pyramid. Have you ever noticed that? Well, because K-pop is so big. <laughs> ah. you, I don't listen to K-pop, but everybody, like, I got friends that fucking listen to K-pop. They don't even speak Korean, but they, they they know all the 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 words to like songs. Like I, I'm not gonna do any songs like like singing or anything like that. But the thing is, it's just like K-pop is huge, dude. Yeah, and then their that, movies are actually pretty good too. Really, I did not know. I have never seen. I didn't know that they made good movies in in Korea. Neither did I. As they call no, actually, no, no. <laughs> they got this one movie. It's actually not a movie. It's called. Well, actually, no. They got a movie called Parasite. That's absolutely phenomenal. And then they got a uh, kind of like a TV show called Squid Games, which is fucked I, up, I, dude. I, yeah, we've got that here. We got Squid Games. I don't watch it, but I've but I've heard of it. A lot of people watch it here. I don't get it. I I tried to get into an episode of it, and uh, yeah, I just I just uh, it didn't take. You know what I mean? Breaking Bad. It wasn't. I like American shit. I can't help it. I just fuck it. I just like American shit. Well, I do too. I'm American, but I mean. But since I'm in Asia, you know, I mean, yeah, I watch a yeah. lot of international weird stuff or whatever, dude. But yes, yeah, yeah. game studio. When in Asia. Yeah. yeah, when in Rome. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. Next story, man. You got another one? Yeah. No, no. Go right ahead. Blast away. Oh, God. Dude, I'm getting wasted, dude. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. See, man. See, where should I go? You should go to nyccrimereport.locals.com. That's a great place. For to a lot of a lot of other stuff, a lot of other shit there, a lot of other shows, including dog fuckers and uh, late as fuck. Dog fuckers. Oh, that's bad. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right, last story. 
Ex-Yamato transport worker arrested for stealing 20 diamonds from package. This story took place in Osaka, Aish to do. All right. Uh, Pink Panther song play now. Osaka Prefecture Police have arrested a 47-year-old former employee of the Yamato Transport Company, a major parcel delivery company in Japan, for allegedly stealing 20 diamonds from a package last year. The stolen diamonds were worth about 12,520,000 yen. Holy shit, dude. I was thinking about investing in Tesla, but I should buy some diamonds. Holy smokes, that's a lot of fucking money. That right there is basically $1,200,000. Oh, 20 cool. diamonds. It's a lot, dude. The di- you think it's like a huge diamond? How big are diamonds? I don't know. That's fucking crazy. Baseball? Yeah. Size? I don't know. Uh, according no, no, to- no. 20, 20, you know, diamonds can be, I would say about like that. I'd say 20 diamonds about like that. I'm guessing. What the fuck do I know? The size of a quarter? Wow, that's crazy, dude. Fucking yeah. A, dude. According to police, Joji Yakata stole the parcel containing 20 rough diamonds from a delivery center in Yamato's Osaka main branch office in late July last year, Kyoto News reported. At the time, he was working at a group, working as a group leader at the branch. Just another reason why you should never trust your boss. Um, police said the diamonds were shipped from a jewelry processing company in Tokyo to a firm in Osaka, police said. Yakata sold the diamonds, but some have been recovered. No other information on the rest of the diamonds was released, which means they don't know shit. Police are investigating a separate claim claim from Yamato Transport concerning the possibility of an employee stealing packages this last April. Hmm, I wonder who could have done it. Yakata was fired in May, and police are questioning him on those thefts as well. Oh, man, you think he stole them for uh, power tools or some shit? Why would somebody steal diamonds? <laughs> Listen, well, man. yeah. Oh, go over yeah. it. Well, I would just say, you know, obviously, to sell them, and, uh, you know, he's probably getting engaged, so he kept one back for a nice ring. I mean, like, you can do so many things with diamonds, you know? I mean, I know in Japan, the foot can split wood, but you cannot slice into into glass with it like you can with a diamond. It's a, it's a very sharp tool. It is a sharp tool. It is a sharp tool. Well, you know, in the previous story, you know, I mean, we read about it like a 50-year-old guy that was like married to a 20-year-old girl and they, they got in trouble for um, you know, neglecting their baby that was seven months old. Maybe this guy, how old is he? He's 47 years old, right? So maybe yeah. if the last guy was 50 and this guy's 47 and the guy that was 50 was dating or he was married to a 20-year-old girl. Maybe this guy's dating a teenager and he's like, man, there's only one way to impress a teenage girl. Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. You buy you buy a you buy a teenager a fucking uh, a Big Mac meal. You know what I mean? You don't got to go too expensive. It's like a first date. You never take them out to the fucking theater and all this shit in a nice restaurant. You know, first date you meet her for coffee. I got to say, it's been a long time since I dated a teenager. In fact, I think I was a teenager when I was dating a teenager. <laughs> well, that's that's on you. OK, yeah, on you. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't improve your love life in that way. I am but a comedian. However, uh, I would say I would say, you know, you might not be aware. Maybe you are if you've been following the Hunter Biden thing that, that a lot of times they use diamonds. It's a way of uh, money laundering. 
what Hunter Biden was like using money. What? Well, the Chinese government gave him like a four million dollar diamond, one diamond worth like four million dollars or something like Holy that. The thing shit, was fucking that was huge. A baseball. Yeah, and it was. It's one. It's a very large diamond, and it's like here is gift, you know. When in reality, it's like here is four million dollars, <laughs> and then he can take it, and you know that's money, right? So, uh, it's 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 it comes off as a gift that's not cash. And, you know, that's their way of uh, making the money run around, you know, is by doing it in the form of diamonds. How do you sell that? Who do you call? Like, I mean, I know a lot of people, but I'm like, hey, listen, I, I've got a diamond and I need to get rid of the diet. Who do you, you know, I mean, I don't know who I would call, but I know who Hunter Biden called his, his crack dealer. <laughs> He's like, dude, I need crack. He's like, listen. My dad just became president. It's really fucked up. <laughs> I need to fucking out. Oh, God. How much crack can I get for a $4 million diamond, you know? Probably $2 million worth of crack. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of, yeah, and a couple of whores, you know, to help you do it. Yeah. I don't think that guy's very smart. Dude. I saw some photos of that nah. guy, dude. That guy is fucking out of his head, dude. Have you noticed he always looks really angry? You know, He's, he always looks like... <sighs> <laughs> He's really upset. It's like, dude, you know, you got all the crack and horrors you want, and you can apparently never go to jail. What's the fucking problem? Pat, have you ever seen a happy crackhead? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <No>. everybody! <laughs> hey, who's got crack? <laughs> yeah. Man, I just woke up this morning, and I just feel great! No, no, I, I don't okay. see it. Yes. It's more of like an alcoholic after their first beer, you know? <laughs> oh, All right. Well, let's bag it, man. I got another show to do in a little bit, but uh, tell people I, I, on New York, listening to New York City Crime Report, where can we find you? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. My uh, podcast is called Got Faded Japan and it's about two dudes, booze, Japan and the news. And uh, yeah, that's how we roll. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Just Google us and you'll find us, dude. We're all over the internet. Tell a friend. Got faded Japan, which is basically Tokyo Crime Report. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's crime in the biggest city in Japan. Is it the biggest city in Japan, Tokyo? It's one of yeah. It's it's definitely the biggest city in Japan. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, we've been doing this show since 2009. And so, if you think the stories that we covered uh, on this episode were insane, uh, listen to the previous episode. <laughs> Yeah, they go back a long way. It's just like this show goes back to 2011. So there's there's plenty of stuff uh, in the in the back catalog uh, to check out. All right, Johnny, I'll talk to you. Uh, let's let's do it again in another month. What do you say? Every month, let's do this, man. All right, thank you so much, Pat. I'll see you later. Later, later peace. Man. Bye. Boom.